welcome to Beauty Care Pod today. We are super excited. It's been a while since we've had a guest on the show, and we are super excited to have Chris here with us, being the very first male guest on Beauty Yay. Care Pod. How excited are we, Fola? We are like eight thousand percent excited. <laughs> welcome, Chris. It's so nice to have you here. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course. Thank you. So I would I would like to start this off we would like to know what your childhood looked like what it was like growing up for you uh i had a sort of typical childhood i mean you know my parents divorced when i was five so i was back and forth between households um that didn't really i my parents are really good with that so it wasn't like a a traumatic thing technically more for them than for me and you know i've always had sort of a scientific interest i was one of the kids i had the chemistry lab and the this stuff all this all these crazy things um and my friends would come over and we would try to make volcanoes with (laughs) baking soda and vinegar and all sorts of crazy stuff i had a deep interest in the weather which is interesting since i don't have anything to do with any of those two Mm. well chemistry a little chemistry i've formulated two skincare lines so maybe the chemistry side Mm. is still kind of in there um and so i wanted to be the tv weatherman that's what i wanted to be when i grew up and uh then i thought i wanted to be a teacher and ruled that out really quick (laughs) Uh, because i didn't pay anything and you know skin issues happened to me pretty early i was about 11 years old so i started having really big problems with my skin which ran in my family so my parents had me go to the dermatologist um right away so that i didn't have any scarring that was the main i mean this is the 80s you know, 70s, 80s, I'm 58. So um, back then it was like, we don't really know what triggers it. We don't know what really causes it. So we want to try to keep it calm. So you don't end up with a lot of scars. So that's how I got introduced to skincare. Okay, beautiful. was stuff. really early on. And wow. you don't look your age at all. Um, you do not going to look get your Chris's age, age. At <laughs> all. You, what's, what's at your all. At all. For and, anyone and listening to me, it looks if anyone freakier, is I take listening. These off. <laughs> <laughs> I look oh younger without the headset. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like for everyone listening to us right now, if I was to give Chris an age, he'll probably be in his 30s at most. I hear that all the time. Like all I'll, time. I'll probably put him between 30 and 35. I would have said 27. Yes, I would have really gone so low and all, oh, but hearing 58. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I'll be my dad for all I care. So, so I, I technically am pushing 60 now. That's what they say. Oh, wow. Dude, yes, you're about 60. Uh, yes, literally, literally, literally. That's that's so cool. Yeah, that's, that's a lifetime That's a lifetime of skincare right there. Wow. Absolutely. Wow, and, wow. Yes, and fitness. Yes. I mean, and, and diet and fitness. So I got I got okay. very interested into in that stuff very early. That's really how that all really? got started. Okay. And, and um mm. You know, as I got older and the skin didn't get clearer, I started to have okay. to dig around for other answers. So I learned a whole lot about holistic approaches to skincare. Mm. Um, mm. Wow. I had a really good dermatologist at the time who was already on to the fact that someone on antibiotics for too long is a problem, which wasn't okay. really being talked about in the early 80s because mm. I graduated high school in 83. So wow. it was Accutane came out about the same time, mm-hmm. my last, my senior mm. year of high school. So I was really reluctant to do that drug because it required blood tests and a whole lot of stuff. 
that I didn't mm. want to do, but I got frustrated enough that my, my senior year, I decided I would go on the Accutane, which helped a little, but then it would come back and I did it again and it came back again. So it wasn't until I really started looking at what I was eating. I learned about diet, sugar, okay. too much sugar in your diet, refined sugar. Mm. Um, I learned about ingredients in skin just because it was labeled for a problem mm. didn't necessarily mean it's going to work for everybody. Mm. Yeah. So I learned a lot about ingredients kind of early on, <laughs> you know, yeah. and how they worked. So I was introduced in my early 20s to salicylic acid, to glycolic acid for exfoliation. I was introduced to the principles of steam therapy to, you know, relax the pore so that gunk came out. I was introduced to fasting, which I still do today. I do intermittent fasting. Oh. Um okay taking sugar out of your diet, refined sugar. I did that for many, many years. I can have something now. It doesn't break me out, but it did back then. It, it did trigger okay. it. Um, so it really started really, really early for me. And, mm -hmm. you know, I went on and had a regular kind of life in the corporate world for a while. And I was writing books um, on how to market your business online. Now, this is right after the dot-com bust. So I've been working for okay. the telephone company and telecom. Okay. And uh, so I was wanting to do that and, and cell phones were coming out <laughs> and I really didn't want to go through the next wave of technology with the phone company. I was pretty burned out. I was in my thirties at that point. I really liked writing and I, cause I had been writing scripts and I had learned a whole lot about how to market. So I, I'm a marketer, which helps. And we're going to talk about that on, I'm sure on you about the YouTube stuff, but I kind of know how to market things and myself and, and all of that. So that's helpful. So I had all these pieces that I wasn't really using, you know, cause I had gone to college in, to do broadcasting. I wanted to be the weatherman, okay. but mm -hmm. they kept yeah. telling me my skin was too bad to be on TV. So I had sort of just put that to the side. This will all, I'll bring this all home in a minute. <laughs> so we're writing these books and I have a business partner who's working remotely. They come to meet me. I'm 41, I think 40 or 41. And his wife is just like, whatever you're doing, I want to do because I want him to look like you do when he's your age. Now, my business partner was 24. Oh, so wow. um, she's like, you should. So I told them that story that I just told to you. And they said, okay. you should write a book on mm -hmm. that. There's a lot of people mm -hmm. with that problem in my family. Mm -hmm. So we did. I mm -hmm. wrote a little ebook. There was no Amazon selling the books yet. This is like 2003, two, three, mm -hmm. four in there. And... We put it out on ClickBank, which was a global platform for eBooks at the time. Mm. And it just went crazy. It, it just oh. went crazy. So I took like a year of people writing me and asking me questions from the esthetician side of things. Um, Cause I had already trained in aesthetics. I'd already trained in nutrition for myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? This was all for right. me. Right. Uh, right. Because so there well. wasn't anywhere, there were no experts to go to. So I did the whole book about what I went through. It's the story of what I went through. It's called Acne Free in Three Days. The thing sold over a million copies. It's crazy. Mm. So it went from an ebook to a paperback and a TV producer picked the book up for free at a conference I was at in, in Toronto, Canada, a skincare conference, one of okay. those big forums okay. um, where I was helping out a company mm -hmm. whose products I liked. So I said, look, I'll bring a oh, stack wow. of these books. We can't even, you know, you know we're selling them online. We'll just give them for free. Well, this TV producer has was in her 40s. This is in 2006, 2006. Took the book home and tried 
to follow what I had done and it worked. That she had had acne her whole life, scars and all. Oh, wow. So she sent me an email and said, hey, would you like to come up here and be on television and talk about this? Because mm -hmm. a lot of people could benefit from this. Um, you know, mm -hmm. you're not a doctor, so we'll have to say that, which was fine. But could you also mm -hmm. demonstrate what you're doing? Mm -hmm. So, so it wasn't mm -hmm. going to be just like a sit down, what happened, you know, book. Right. I did those eventually, but because I got on TV, it's hard to get on TV if you haven't been on TV. Because I got on TV, mm -hmm. the publicist I had at the time doing my radio, I was doing radio shows, asked them for the clip of that. We took it. It was on VHS. <laughs> God. Okay. So we took that <laughs> and put it on a DVD and she sent it out all over the country um, in the meantime, the clip, the TV show that I did in Canada was like a BBC carried TV show. It was the A channel. Okay. So it went to oh. Australia. It was there. So all of a sudden all these book sales are coming in and all this email and it's crazy. Um, and then TV stations in America picked me up and I did four years of morning shows, oh. news wow. shows, wow. interviews. Wow. Um, wow. And at the time, Stuff came out about MRSA, you know, the superbugs that the bacteria that antibiotics can't kill because we've used them too yeah. freely. So yeah. I was just in the middle of that storm and it just, I would think normally a conversation would like end and you'd be done, but then something mm -hmm. would happen that they wanted my opinion on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it just Absolutely. kept going and going oh, and going. Oh, wow. And so it was really, really crazy. Um, I did my own skincare line at the time. So we were selling that. And then of course, Everybody hit the brick wall in 2008 and nine with the recession and the financial institutions went, Hey, you have no credit. Even though we had triple A credit, people had no money to buy skincare products. So all of that folded. Oh. My mom got sick and passed away. Oh. <laughs> well, and I'm like, do I want to live in Pennsylvania? I've been here 16 years. I've enjoyed the colors and the snow, but it's really cold and I'm getting really old and I don't want to be cold anymore. So I had some friends down here in Florida who were wanting to do a house sitter. And that's how I got down here. Um, oh, I came wow. down house set, really liked it, uh, sold everything what, that was left up north and found a little place on the beach. Cheap because oh, wow. it's a recession, right? Cheap mm -hmm. on the beach. I could live on the beach for less oh. than I could live, own a house. And uh, just kind of chilled for a couple of years. Did some one-on-one -on -one work with clients. Did a lot of research um, before I decided what I wanted to do. And then in 2018, I went, you know what? It's time for me to get back into the game, but I don't want to do television. Okay. So, so I that's how I'll you started YouTube. Um, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, I have okay. my YouTube channel. I put all those TV clips on there and they've done okay, you know, mm -hmm. okay. Um, but now it's Google owned. So this is a different animal than it was when I was just posting clips. You know, it was like TikTok back then. You just posted yeah. stuff, awesome. you watched it. Um, right. So I said, I'll do a video. And I did it on sunscreen because it was a trending topic where they were talking about okay. the effects of some of the chemicals on our ocean life. Mm. That was my mm -hmm. first video. Terrible video. I'd done live TV where people asked me questions and I answered them. Right. So it took me a couple of years to get my footing on YouTube. I made a decision and when I started it, I'm not going to go fast. I'm not trying to fix anything. I'm not trying to resurrect a business. I want to do mm -hmm. the best job I can with the information. With each video, I know I'll get better because I know how life works. I'll get yeah. better at the videos, but I want the information. If somebody goes back and watches the first video, I want it to have value. So I took my time. And okay. then um, I know you didn't want to know all this, right? 
<laughs> we want no, to know cool. everything. It's cool. <laughs> and then it's just easy to let me go. <laughs> and just and then yeah. um, and then uh, two years ago, I started talking about other topics that were important to skincare and to me, which were okay. fitness, diet. I'd done some really popular cooking videos in the beginning on YouTube. I did okay. some vlogging. I went. I did a, took people through my internet intermittent fasting journey okay. of losing weight because okay. when you sit on the beach for two years guess what you get fat and i had never oh. been fat my whole life <laughs> like almost 200 pounds oh, fat so i was day. really oh wow i was not happy um so all of those did okay but when i started talking about the effects of aging on the skin and not just the skin how you feel um diseases when i started doing that and putting studies in the in the videos um, to back up what I was talking about. Um, plus the fact that I look the way I do, it got people's attention because the first video I did where I said I was 58 was a video on neck because I don't have that saggy stuff that a lot of people have or right. any of that going on. So I said, this is why. And I said, by the way, I'm 58. I think I look pretty good for 58. Well, that shook everybody's tree. The 14,000 subscribers I had already, it shook their tree. Wow. <laughs> they were like, what? Wow. Uh, we thought you were like 30 something. We wonder why you were talking about anti-aging all of a sudden. <laughs> and um, so on YouTube, nothing will make your channel grow faster than controversy. Right. So you could Google Chris Gibson and Chris Gibson age was the oh. number one Google search <laughs> uh, in 20 yeah. for, for my name not in general, but for my name, if you did that, right. uh, or Chris gets some YouTube, mm, it was all, oh, wow. is he telling the truth? <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> so the channel, the channel exploded, um, because of that, because I mm -hmm. just happened to mention how old I was. It was really strange. So once I knew that's what people wanted to know, you know, um, so I'm not about, it's the best of all worlds because I'm not trying to make 50 year old mm -hmm. people look 20. That's right. not what my channel is about. It's about mm -hmm. understanding how products work, mm -hmm. how ingredients affect you and can affect your health and our environment. It has to do with how diet plays a role, mm -hmm. supplements play a role, mm -hmm. fitness plays a role. I talk about a lot of studies and videos, still do a lot of skincare reviews. Skincare companies are constantly sending me stuff. In fact, I'm about to do a giveaway to get rid of some of it because mm -hmm. I have so much. Um, so I went from just like with the book, it didn't really happen overnight. It's funny because I look back, the book became really famous cool. about three years out. So the whole channel blown up like three years out. It's just, mm. that's weird timing, but um, we should yeah. teach everybody patience, mm -hmm. right? Just do your thing mm -hmm. and the universe will bring it. You know, just do mm -hmm. your thing. Don't try to force it. But um, I just hired my cool. first employee. You know, I haven't had one of those in okay. forever um, who does some editing for me mm -hmm. so that we can get stuff out. Okay. on the other okay. platforms taking Turn my long form videos off. and chopping mm -hmm. them into short form so a really great place to be and then all this technology mm -hmm. coming out for skin okay. red light therapy purple light therapies micro needling mm -hmm. now it's micro coring which i'm about to film a Not video on today um, helmets that grow hair electric mm -hmm. all this stuff that's just been in the sports mm -hmm. world forever mm -hmm. for healing they were using this oh, stuff on football mm -hmm. players and baseball players mm -hmm. with those severe injuries. Yeah, they get injured. A sports person, you like that would take mm -hmm. a person out for life and they're back exactly. on the field in six weeks. Mm. How is that possible? You know, and then all the mm -hmm. stuff with the plant stem cells, 
and being able to harvest your own stem cells before surgery so that the organ heals back at the same shape it was before it got sick. Just amazing mm -hmm. stuff going on. So it's like, this is the place yeah. to be. And here I am, this guy in this on YouTube in a woman's <laughs> niche. It's their niche. Over, the, over 50 makeup, fashion. And here's this guy over here talking about when is it time to do plastic surgery? And, you know, I'm not against I So I, I go the whole range. Um, haven't had any work done. What I say for people about me is this is what it looks like when you walk the talk, you know, and you take care of yourself. I was lucky I learned early okay. on. I was even luckier okay. I stuck with it. Um, but just like the mm -hmm. two years off the wagon, I was off the wagon. I, there was a picture of me. I looked like a walrus. I have no neck. <laughs> it goes like this. Like up, just all, all neck. So I have this as credibility, fortunately. And uh, just so, so it's exciting. I've got a, a plastic surgeon here that's local, that's like-minded, that we're going to do a series of videos on what procedures are for okay. what and when is it time to consider them. I oh, can't no. wait to put it's that so, out so. Um, because mm -hmm. I get that question so much. When is it time to say, this mm -hmm. is as far as the skincare regimen is going to go, mm -hmm. I need to do something. So I'm really excited about all of that. Just really good stuff. And, yeah, beautiful, uh, beautiful blessed. stuff. Twice. <laughs> Twice yes, awesome, in my life. Awesome, awesome stuff. Because yeah. I kind of thought I was done when mm. I moved down here. I thought I won't ever do that. And that mm -hmm, was a nice mm -hmm. chapter in my life, yeah. you know. And, and it's almost <laughs> so. like well, with almost every guest we've had on this show, where every experience you've had through life has prepared you for the point where you are right now. Because when we look at your story, we look at right. the fact that you always wanted to be the weatherman and you had some um, a lot of experience doing TV shows and you dove deep, really deep into ingredients, learning about a lot of stuffs as they were coming out. And then you had this point where you're able to give people really valid advice and you still had the patience to not worry about, am I getting the views or not? And still being able to, you know, just wait patiently for the universe to do its thing. And this is one place where I see a lot of people being wanting, even me sometimes, where we don't want to put in the work or we are not patient enough for the success to come meet us. And the fact that you are here to really validate the fact that keep doing what you're doing, the success will always come is really, really crucial. At what point did you realize that this YouTube channel was really going AYR? Was it something that just happened by luck or were there some things you had to do to make your YouTube channel and your social media following generally a success? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And there's two parts to the answer to that. The first, first part sort of esoteric. Okay. When I got the tape from the TV station in Canada, and my mom and my mother and I sat down to watch it because she's still alive. I knew when I saw it, that's oh, wow. what I was supposed to be doing. The hair on the back of oh, my wow. neck stood straight up. I mean, it's like ding, <laughs> ding, 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 you know, all this stuff. And my mother looked at me and I thought she was having the same experience. She goes, well, at least all of those college mm. courses in broadcasting and TV that we paid for <laughs> finally paid off. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my God. So uh, leave it to your parents to bring it right back down to the ground. So, uh, but no, she thought she was, she, there were things that she thought mm -hmm. I could have done better. And uh, as an avid TV watcher, she, you know, was, I'm not, I'm not a TV okay. person. She was, I took the advice, you know, I even, I'm getting to your answer. There's, yeah. this is an important piece. 
um, <laughs> down to telling my publicist I was not going to go on television in suits oh. and look like a doctor. I was going to go in polos, okay. khaki pants. You know, I didn't wear hats. I wear hats a lot on because that's sort of my okay. signature in life. But and it's always been okay. to protect my face. So it's a okay. statement all the time. I'm going to get one that says wear okay. sunscreen or a hat. When I woke up that day on the beach, the impulse to do YouTube was Aww. so strong, so loud and so strong, like that mm -hmm. bell that went off with the mm -hmm. television stuff. Aww. I had no choice. I had no choice. But then, of course, you know, you, you do it and then you start digging, you find out how you got to learn how to edit and all the realities mm -hmm. of that. come. And that's I think that's when I made the commitment in trusting mm -hmm. that impulse. I don't know how mm -hmm. long it will take. But I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I, instead of focusing on when am I going to have 100 subscribers, you know, because the first 100 sure. is the hardest, by the way. I wanted to really build a catalog of value. I wanted to build a catalog of, of material that, again, was valuable, whether I did the greatest job delivering it or not. Now, trust me, the first videos, no. <laughs> but I also gave my room to play around. I tried music on that, different mm -hmm. ways of editing, different topics. I did okay. cooking. I did acne. I did holistic approaches. I, I did a lot of different stuff in the beginning, which they tell you not to do. You know, they want mm -hmm. you to go in narrow and hot, um, which is working well for everybody. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, now 165,000 subscribers later, I'm in the top 0.7% mm -hmm. of all YouTubers, which is crazy because everybody thinks you have to have a million subscribers mm -hmm. to do well on YouTube or three. Now, mm -hmm. I want a million. Mm -hmm. You don't get me wrong. I have goals, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, um, more work is, well, I don't say it's more work than what I expected. Mm -hmm. It's different, but what's really great about it is versus having to do a television show where you've got mm -hmm. to fly somewhere, even though they do a lot of them on zoom now, but you, in that time you mm -hmm. had to fly somewhere, you had to pay yeah, for a sure. hotel room that'll pay mm -hmm. for this stuff. You didn't pay to do this. Then you got to be on there at four or five in the morning for a seven o'clock call and you're on the air for three minutes, four mm -hmm. minutes, maybe five. Yeah. And you're done for the day. You're done. But those clips were invaluable. Television still today, if you get on TV, because I just did a TV show, I think it's okay. in March or April. Um, it was a syndicated thing. Era. It still makes mm -hmm. a big difference for people. When you're on TV. They're like, whoa, um, there's that. But YouTube is a very, so far friendly platform in that I can talk about, you know, things that you can't really discuss uh, on national television. They won't let you sure. talk about certain things. So I really like Dr. Mike's one of my favorite okay. YouTubers because it's a medical doctor who comes on YouTube and just talks about stuff that you can't yeah. talk about on national TV. So it's, it's, it's fun, but it's yeah. stuff that people deal with, you know? So I, uh, it's been good. It's been a really good ride and I have really great subscribers. I'd say all of them are, they're just very positive and supportive. I started a blog, uh, an interactive community blog where they can direct message me that that's even more loyal type. That's even more, you know, that's your tribe type people, but all in all the, the, they all help each other out. If someone does throw a nasty gram on a video, which I don't get too many of those. Uh, mostly they were about, I was lying about my age. Show me your driver's license, <laughs> that kind of stuff. They, they get there for I do. So it's, um, you know, it's good. I haven't had a lot of troll problems, knock on wood. Okay. <laughs> and I know that's an issue for a lot of people mm. putting yourself out there because it is, you do lose true, some privacy. True. I mean, 
I can't go anywhere here locally without someone coming up and asking oh, me a wow. skincare question. And my friends are like, really? Did they just do that? They didn't know you. It's like, did they just come to our table and ask you how to get rid of a wart on their hand while we're trying to eat? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, and I have friends who will, you know, on, on social media who will, hey, I'm having an issue. And they'll just write me. I'm like, well, go see your dermatologist. I'm not a dermatologist. <laughs> I'm a YouTuber that talks about skincare. What the uh, heck? Somehow, somehow, talking about your best-selling book, we would like to know what are the top lessons from your book and what is the title of that book? Top lessons for someone reading it or top lessons for what, for, for me? From, no, from, from your from book. From the book, like, Acne Free not in Not everything, days. though, but yes. Acne yeah, free okay. So days. it teaches you, it is Acne Free mm -hmm. in Three Days. It's how I cured my acne condition without, you know, whatever. It's, it's got a long subtitle, but acne free in three days. Still, you can still get the ebook on, on Amazon. I'm going to do a version two of that, okay. by the way, and an anti-aging book okay. soon because it needs to be updated. But it talks about the self-esteem issues that I had. Oh, so wow. there's a lesson in the not go to battle okay. with your body. That's okay. not going to help. You know, now we okay. know specifically that stress raises inflammation. Inflammation creates more problems with acne, rosacea, any of those inflammatory skin diseases. We didn't oh. even call them back then. So that's the first thing is you don't be slapping your own face because you feel like your body is working against you. It's okay. not. It's doing what it's supposed to do. The other thing is that the role that diet has in our health, okay. gut health particularly I was talking about, that wasn't even a popular subject. In fact, two doctors called me out on it before the Mercer oh, wow. thing on television. And then now we have all these... We know that you can't, you have to take probiotics if you're going to take antibiotics. It's going to make mm -hmm. you very, very sick. That's in there. Um, also, how to care for your skin okay. properly. So okay. I talk about skincare routine. I talk about ingredients and how they work. For Now, this is specific to acne in the book. The YouTube channel is a lot wider. I talk about a lot of things. But um, the book itself is to how to try to do this through holistic measures when medicine okay. has failed you is basically the skincare products that you're paying for aren't working and the prescription medications and Accutane didn't mm. work for you. You might want to look at what okay. I did. So it's not a how to book. It's a what, what I, I did. did book. Okay. Like but people journey. use it kind of as okay. a how to book. Yeah. It's more of a personal yeah. journey. Yes. Yeah. It's not like, you know, but I do tell them what okay. I did in detail. So a person could follow the okay. things that I did. Oh, wow. Great stuff. Okay. With what you've already explained to us today, we've realized that you're a guru, a god at healthy skincare, fitness, fitness for over 50, you know, uh, the weight loss, this and that, intermittent mm -hmm. fasting and keto, like you're good at it. So I would love to ask what the best way is to lose weight over 50 what are the things that people over 50 need to put in place right. from well, i'm gonna i'll do this in a general considering sense the fact that they're already aged you you started yeah. yours when you were younger way younger yeah. and it has helped it has and if you're and if you're, we'll say you're in relatively good health because if you're having some sort of health issue some of this you might want to you might have to First, adjust okay. for the biggest thing that makes a difference is okay. movement activity there was a study that came out uh, last October called the health got G O T T is the end of that study where they took individuals 52 to 75 that were pretty sedentary okay. Western diet, sometimes a pizza, sometimes a home cooked meal, you know, whatever. And they got them off their 
couches <laughs> and mm -hmm. got them active, moderate activity. This is not running. This is not marathon. This none of that. It's just 20 solid minutes of physical active walking, playing with your dog, playing some tennis, swimming, whatever. They did change their diet to be more lean and a more vegetable driven okay. way. Okay. Make sure they were getting the right supplementation that they needed, that they might be short on magnesium. Or They took care of all those. They looked at them eight weeks later, and the people who had participated that did all of the things that they were asked yeah. to do were able to roll back their biological age by three oh, years wow. and eight weeks. Oh, wow. wow. Three whole years. Imagine what a lifestyle wow. like that can do. So, you know, I weight loss is, is a game with your mm -hmm. mind. Usually, unless you have a medical okay. condition, and that does happen, because it's consistent decisions and consistency that makes all of this stuff work. It gets you over the wall or puts yeah. you right into it. So over the wall is losing weight. Over the wall is changing the way my skin looks. Over the wall. And people want it to happen fast. Agreed. And it doesn't. <laughs> you know, there is nothing saving cutting something off, sucking right. something out, stretching mm -hmm. something up. <laughs> That's going to make an instantaneous yes. change in your physical form. You have to be very patient and very consistent with yourself. And you have to look for the end result you're looking for and realize that over 50, especially our metabolisms tend to be slower. You can speed them back up. Once you get, once you get lean, it's easier to get mm -hmm. too lean. <laughs> it's really strange because as, as wow. you, you lean up, your metabolism mm -hmm. speeds up. So you have to make all these adjustments and realize that this is a lifetime choice. For the rest of my life, I want to feel good. I want to have mobility. I don't want to end up in a wheelchair. You know, I can't control what may come out of the blue at me as far as stuff. But I can control my daily decision making, what I eat, the making sure I get some activity that I'm not sitting in front of a desk all day long, every day. And realizing that it's going to take your environment time to adjust. Because when people make these decisions, rarely does the family go along, unless it's a health emergency. They don't want to eat that stuff you're eating. They want to eat ice cream, or they want to sit and watch TV, or they want to binge this show. And you're like, well, I got to go. I got to take my 20-minute walk. Yeah. What? We're in the middle of the... I'm sorry. I got to do that. You have to put you sure. and your health sure. first. Sure. They won't like it, but eventually they'll adjust. And you'll be shocked at how... When they start to see results, they go, you know what? I'm getting off. That's what happens mm -hmm. with me. The biggest, I think the biggest prize for me out of all of this, if there is one, is when people that don't even ask me, they'll come up and say, you know, I've been watching what you're doing. I started doing okay. things you're doing and it's mm. making a difference. So just by living your light, it impacts people more than you trying to put okay. it in their face, you know? And I think that's why YouTube's such a good vehicle mm. for me, because I can talk about mistakes okay. I make on there. Like, Oh, you know, the one time I didn't do a patch test with a self-tanner, I had a rash all mm -hmm. over my arm. I mean, I had a rash all over because I didn't put it on my arm first and test it. You know, it, I'm able to talk about that sort of stuff without it affecting, you know, people trusting me mm -hmm. and my advice because, you know, it's, you know, you never know. And there's a lot of stuff in the stuff we use that people don't know what it is. And they just go by what the label says or what the celebrity mm -hmm. says, you know, and it's like, all right. Uh, so I try to unravel that conundrum a little bit, but it really is, I think, for the channel is that people see me and I look like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, there's lighting. Lighting is great. I just did a picture for Droplet, which is the 
the device that sprays the okay. serum on. Okay. I, I did okay. a partnership with them. So I did, I did a picture. It's got a black background. I wish we had a screenshot I could show you. And I look oh, good. Sure. You know, the beard is all brushed out. It's got the, right. the you know, it's got the little color stuff to make mm -hmm. it all look nice and neat. And the lighting is spectacular because you got to get the, the steam coming out of the thing. And mm -hmm. I look good. So I put that thing out and everybody went, whoa. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, you got to start. You basically mm -hmm. got to look okay. <laughs> but, you know, with a the professional light. So I'm honest about that. Um, this is regular. This is window mm. light so there's no filter mm. on this you guys don't have a filter so it's like there's no filter um and i take i look good for my really HIV. really good i know that i do and i i'm very i'm appreciative Superb. of the I, and i'm appreciative of the three genes i got from somewhere <laughs> that are helping me but you know i've seen people who consider you know if you understand genetics um if you do any sort of genetic research mm. on yourself there is no really good, you got good genes, mm. you know, because we all have such a mix mm -hmm. of genetics that, that it really is what we do that mm -hmm. triggers things because there right. are certainly people related to me. I'm adopted. I think I told you guys oh, in the beginning oh. at birth, but I now know my, my, my mm -hmm. birth family, oh, wow. both sides. Very oh, wow. interesting story. I should wow. write a book on that because the universe is weird. <laughs> like my brother that I was blood, blood relative with, a blood relative with, okay, the first house I bought, 24 years old, because that was me okay. driven, working for the phone company, was at one end of the street, and my unknown oh. blood brother, didn't even know who my mm -hmm. birth mother was at the time, bought the house at the opposite corner wow. at the end of the street, and we lived on what? the same street for the wow. same amount of years. Now tell me that's it's not really weird. <laughs> That's <laughs> so weird. That's crazy. Yeah. So when we found each other through two, three and me and all these different, you know, so, but, you know, not to pick on him, but he is, uh, <laughs> he is a little significantly younger than me. Um, and he looks older than me and he wanted to know mm -hmm. how that was. <laughs> I would want to know. So, you know, we did have different, we had different moms, okay. but the same dad, you know, it's always the dad. That <laughs> so <laughs> different mothers. So, yeah, but then, you know, I look, I look at my mother's birth mother's side of the family and they do take really good care of themselves. It's a, just a, I think it's a, a thing with them. So I may have gotten some of that predisposition of that's important mm -hmm. to me. You know, I think we come here with a little bit of that. So maybe I just acted on it and some people didn't, but it really doesn't matter your genetics mm -hmm. so much. It really matters your daily choices these tiny little things. Am I going to go for a walk? I'm going to sit here and eat chips and watch okay. this TV show. Am I going to take a break from YouTube, which I have to do. I have my watch tells mm. me you've been sitting on your arse too okay. long. Up. <laughs> it's like the little thumb comes up like it's a kid up. So I have to, I had to teach myself to take a break because when you're editing and you're focused, you guys know you have a, a podcast. Yeah. It's like, you're like, wow, where did that three hours exactly. go? So you've been sitting for three mm -hmm. hours. And then you get up and go, oh, my God, I've been sitting <laughs> three hours. So, you know, it's I'm the person truly would drive a thousand miles in one day. Oh, wow. When I was traveling by mm -hmm. car. I, I would prefer to drive than fly because I like to Shoot, see everything, and, parts of yeah. the country. Yeah. Uh, road trips are really great, but I've learned you got to stop and get out of the car. Mm -hmm. Um, because I would drive in this in my twenties and thirties, I would drive a, halfway across America. It's like 20 hours and then get out and go, Oh, 
you know, even at that age, you can't mm-hmm. do that. Because <laughs> right. I hate long plane trips for the same reason mm-hmm. I get up. Yeah. You know, and everyone's like, oh, doesn't that, don't you feel awkward? It's like, well, no. I'm like, we've been sitting on this plane for eight hours. I'm getting up. <laughs> I'm going to stand up for a minute. You know, so, um, you know, so it really is, it really is put your health first and then you make a commitment and realize that everybody may not be on board. It's sort of like when people who drink too much decide to pull back and drinking is a very social thing, at least here in the U.S. It's, it's, it's associated with every pleasurable thing mm. you can think of has alcohol mm-hmm. associated with it. So when someone says, I don't want to drink anymore, it feels like the whole of your life mm-hmm. just went. <laughs> what? So, um, you know, that's starting to change where we celebrate people that are that are finding sobriety that have had problems, but that's been a long time coming. The pressure mm-hmm. is on because it's at every almost every function. So it's the same thing. Your reality will eventually change to match you. And yes, that may mean you get some new mm-hmm. friends. And yes, that may mean you get a new job. And yes, that may mean you get a new spouse. Sometimes that happens. But you got to put, what are you going to do? Do what they want and then die early? Think they won't replace you? (laughs) You know, they'll replace you. So, um, yeah, I really just got to put yourself first and not be shy about that. You have to put it in people's face. I tell people, don't do that. Don't like, I'm going to be sober. The rest of y'all are drunks. Don't do that. Or I'm going to lose weight. The rest of y'all can stay fat. Just do it for you. And you'll be surprised as you get the benefits, people will be more likely to go, maybe I should be doing that too. Right, right. Totally. That's how totally. that's how humans operate. <laughs> yes, really literally. Yes. So for our listeners, you I feel like we have not said a lot about who Chris Gibson actually is. I know he has explained so much and all, but I don't think the amount of minutes we've got has been able to, you know put him in his eye throne like he, this is this is a big fish we caught for you guys chris gibson happens to be a sought after skincare expert and holistic health coach slash esthetician yes we are still coming to social media he happens to have over one thirty thousand subscribers on his youtube channel his social media reaches well over 200k he he, he has um this best-selling book titled active free about, in three yeah. days yes we already spoke about it over 1 million copies have been sold he has been popularly featured on various tv and shows. radio uh, shows which includes but they're not restricted to cbs abc family fox news the daily buzz and the list goes on he has like yeah, moved across um, canada and all like this is this is super super exciting it's so much fun having him on the show and please still sit tight because we have more questions on the way over to you, yeah, a few more. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> just a few more questions. So sure. now the question I'd like to ask is about your practice. Uh, what was it like when you were practicing as an esthetician and how has the pandemic helped to, you know, reshape all of that? Well, you know, just as I was considering not doing the one-on-one clients and going into YouTube, that's really when I started to like, I don't know if I want to do the one-on-one thing anymore. You know, it's... Mm for two reasons. One, my holistic health theory is pretty solid to have an office. You have to keep getting relicensed and Mm -hmm. States are getting, it's getting harder and it's fair. Different States have different rules. I'm giving a rather technical situation. 
they're like little countries. So mm-hmm. it gets a little wiggy when you are giving skincare advice personally to a person that's from another state because you're not really, okay. you know what I mean? And Florida is a very, people will travel here to see me. They would if I did that. And I just okay. don't, that's a full-time job and I don't want to do that. So I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoy helping people. I do virtual consultations for skincare uh, routines. I don't address, well, as an esthetician, you really not, you can't address like diseases. Um, you can match products for a disease that you probably know. Um, but I don't do microneedling sessions. I don't do any of that stuff. And interestingly yeah. enough, as that change happened with the pandemic, devices began to become available in the home that you would have normally have had to go to an esthetician to get. Um, Now these are not the same level of strength of devices, but they do work over time. So, you know, there are devices. um, I just reviewed one called the Lumo that has radio frequency RF therapy to help your collagen levels improve. It has red light therapy to help call You know, there's blue light therapies for acne problems and to, to, um, to help reduce the amount of bacteria. You can do that in a home now. Mm-hmm. Without having to, you have to spend money on the device, truly so. Uh, Medicube sure. with the with the electrical muscle stimulation to help improve. I'm big on facial yoga. So again, you got to remember, mm-hmm. I have a holistic bent when it comes to aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm big, and I do it myself, which mm. it, it works. Um, Obviously. <laughs> so so I do video. I do videos on that. So through the videos, you can get it, and I do the one on one consultations for. You know, this is a type of skin. I have skin issues. I have can, what products should I use and what order? So we talk about that and I teach people about patch testing and how to know and what to spend and how to know when something doesn't work. So you're getting what you would get with the exception. I'm not touching anybody. So, you know, I'm not applying, I'm not doing masks or any of that stuff um, anymore. So, you know, it's, it's a good change because people get educated and then they go find someone who's doing that. And there are local people here. Obviously, I send people to locally uh, that they can get the, those physical things. That's why I'm bringing on the plastic surgeon. Okay. I'm not a plastic surgeon. So, you know, I'm not going to be able to, to, to give you a facelift. But right. I can have someone. We can create videos to teach you about what to look for and when it's time to maybe go have that consultation and mm-hmm. how to find a good. Really trying to be more the educator. Um, okay. If I ever do have a procedure, it'll probably be on film. Mm. I haven't had one, <laughs> not even Botox. But if I did that, I would probably film it <laughs> so they could see. Um, and, and, yeah. and it's beautiful because when we look at the fact that we have a, a dedicated professional who understands what they're doing and is ready to you know, put as much time as possible and putting that in front of the screen, it's really great because... When I look at most of the people that are trending on YouTube, most of them are not even skincare experts. And then to have someone who is an expert willing to, you know, dedicate his life to do that, that is super commendable. Like we can't thank you enough for what you do. Skincare, well, you. professional skincare industry. I try, I yeah. try to to stick that in where I can. That I've been doing it for my, my intros have evolved over time because of mm. what you're saying. And I don't take away from anybody doing a YouTube channel and being a personality and whatever. That's great. It gets a little under your skin when it's not a real expert and they say some, I've had dermatologists say things on their videos and I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> one told people, I'm not going to name their name. See, I said there, so we won't know if it's a he or she. 
I, this person almost, almost gave it up. <laughs> this person told people not to wash their arms and legs oh. in the shower because it breaks down the stratum corneum and can cause dryness and premature aging. Now, that's sort of true if you have dry skin. That's sort of true if you're overdoing it with the shower, the hot water. There is a nugget of truth in that, but that's where it stopped. It's like, no, 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 no. I have a person in Florida walking around in the heat covered in sunscreen and dirt from the day needs to wash their arms and legs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? And that was a dermatologist. Um, So, you know, what I tell people is you should listen to more than one person and draw your own conclusions, including me. You know, I have my experience um, I've had good experiences with dermatologists and I've had bad. It's just like everybody with doctors. They have protocols they have to follow. Mm. You know, just like we were talking about estheticians in different countries have different countries, different states have different protocols yeah. that they must follow to keep their license to be yeah, true. an in-office, touch you on the face, licensed person. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to kind of shop around with the information and, and see how it fits, you know, and I spend some time I'm glad I'm growing on TikTok now. I've got 15,000 mm-hmm. followers, which is oh, still beautiful. small, but it's growing really fast um, mm-hmm. because I can call out some things that, that are not safe for everybody. You know right. So, True. but I don't bash, I don't bash brands. Just like I wouldn't get, I don't bash individuals. I did maybe three reaction videos and I was so mm-hmm. uncomfortable doing that. I'm not a person who can treat someone else's, Right, right. Art, that's what it is, badly. Now, mm-hmm. the advice might be crazy, and I would call that out if I'm asked. But, yeah, that's hard. I, I'm glad that trend has kind of gone away because if I felt like it was an unfair – now, mine were not. I didn't do mine that way. I did, you know, most mm-hmm. of the stuff that they did I agreed with, or I would say this is a really big skincare routine. 39 Steps was one that I did for on a celebrity that's too much oh, well. for the average person when most of us can't mm-hmm. afford it. I couldn't afford it. So I made it about mm-hmm. me. Um, and most of us don't want to spend three hours in the bathroom every day mm-hmm. with a skincare routine. Mm-hmm. That was the depth of my criticism. So it didn't really make it a great reaction video. Right. Cause I'm like going, what is she thinking? Oh my God. You know, <laughs> just, it's not me. So I, mm-hmm. and that, you know, before the pandemic, that was a way to grow your channel. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do that. Nope, I guess mm-hmm. I'm not going to get that way because I don't still want to do that. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Right. Cool. Well, so uh, I think we should ask our fun question now, and that would come as a surprise to Grace, but I'm sure you uh, manage just fine. <laughs> okay, so guys, this brings us to the last uh, question that we'd love to ask on beauty. Scratch Care my part. beard as I wait. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Chris, we would love to know five fun things that people barely know about you. Oh, oh, this is easy, kind of. Okay. Well, I one thing people don't know is that I was actually a police officer at one time in oh, college wow. as a dispatcher. Oh, wow. So wow. that's how I put myself through a couple of years of college doing that. I also mm-hmm. put myself through school by making bricks. Oh, yes, wow. out of wow. mud, <laughs> bricks. Wow. For, a, wow. for a, a tile. My godparents owned a tile and marble company. So I know how okay. to set tile. I've done oh, tile wow. work for myself and other people. Weird, right? Yeah. Um, did the police dispatcher thing for the sheriff's office in Texas. I'm from Dallas, so I was there. Um, 
Let's see. Interesting. This is a scary one, but I will tell it because it's weird. <laughs> and, and people don't believe. A friend and I went to a wedding in Maine, Portland, Maine. And we stayed at a hotel okay. in Portland, Maine, at a, at a, uh, at a hotel. Um, it's a famous hotel now. Um, and this is after 9-11. This is in 20... What did they get married? They married six years. Whatever six years ago was. 18, okay. 17, something. Anyway, we went um, and we it's stayed in we stayed in this room and I had nightmares all night. Nightmares. Oh, I, said, wow. this is, I had sweats. I had wow. nightmares. Like, this is terrible. I hope I'm not coming down with something. We got ready to leave. We went out to the car. The car battery was dead. Mm-mm. And I'm like, well, this is just going from bad to worse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a, an elderly couple that came out and they were saying, well, this is the only hotel. He was telling her, this is the only hotel we could stay at. So, you know, this we had to stay here. And he said, oh, do you guys need a jump? I said, yes. Oh, thank you so much. So in this cold, drizzly rain that they get up there in the fall, this is October. Um, he goes, so you know what hotel you're staying in, right? This is the one where the terrorists stayed before they attacked the buildings in New York. And I wow. went... And that room, wow. and it was our room. It was our oh, room wow. we stayed in. Wow. So wow. that I get, I still get freaky chills about that when I talk about that. Wow. And people, and my friend, we don't tell that story too much. We, everybody wants to move past all of that, but mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. the energy in that room was still messed up. It was crazy. Wow. Wow. You know, and I'm not a psychic. I'm not a person who like. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like going. That's messed up. Right. Uh, really messed so up. anyway, that's the third one. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed yeah. where they did. I hope, I think they raised that place. I don't think it's there anymore. I like to travel a lot. So when I was um, in Ireland in a pub, this has okay. happened to me a lot. Um, I sat next to somebody who was, do you know who Enya is, right? The musician, Enya, New Age music. Yeah. No, yeah. Had the whole yeah. Irish, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So yes. I'm sitting next to, to a bandmate of hers. Oh, well. Uh, and didn't know it. And we're just talking away. So what do you do? And I, the, the acting book was big back then. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I have a book out. And I do all this. Oh, that's cool. I'm a musician. Wouldn't tell. I said, well, what band are you with? No, I'm not going to tell you that because people get all weird. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. So oh, well. we, we became friends. We're still friends. Uh, it's okay. been to the States uh, several times. And so it says, I'll tell you what. Tomorrow is meet me for a beer and I'll give you the CD. But you can't open it until you're on the plane. I'm like, this is freaky. (laughs) Who are you? Like, I'm like trying to figure this out. Like, who are you? So we, my mom was with me on that trip. So we're on the way back to the U.S. And so I was like, oh God, I got to open this CD. And Mm -hmm. it was an Enya CD. It was the, is the CD. I'm like, oh, so I, you know, texting with, texting was new. As soon as I got off the plane, I said, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Telling me, not telling me who you were. That's stinky. Uh-huh. So anyway, so we, we were really good friends. And um, those are all mm. lovely people, by the way. Uh, yeah. Right. You know? yeah and beautiful. so I traveled. I actually went back and traveled with the band from oh, wow. show oh, wow. to show for a month um, after that. So, so much fun. Uh, so that's fun. Now I have to come mm-hmm. up with another one, don't I? <laughs> yeah. Last one. <laughs> uh, uh, last one. Dish, something. Uh, favorite dish. Well, I like food. That's tough. Um, that's tough. That's tough. I think maybe the other interesting thing, I'm more interested. This is hard. (laughs) You ask these questions. I suppose just three would have been easy. Um, 
Yeah, two would have been easy, trust me. Yeah, two would have been easy. I well my age is one. But we blew yeah, that one. Absolutely. Already. Yeah. You know, usually <laughs> I save that. Well, you know I'm gonna be sixty in a year and six months. Oh wow. <laughs> Wow, um, wow, wow. And I haven't had any work done, so that's it. Wow. Uh, I know there's something is that will come to me. But anyway, I guess the other thing that people find pretty interesting is that I don't, I'm very social and very active in the community. I don't like hide behind my YouTube channel. Oh. So well, I don't have any of that. I'm not terribly private person. I mean, you know, I'm not going to put mm-hmm. my license up on on YouTube, like some people asked me to prove how old I was, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I fly coach and do whatever. (laughs) It's like, I just like, you know, it's whatever. I don't put an airs about this. And I think that does, Mm -hmm. I've met some YouTubers who've been visiting St. Pete's a big, a big tourist place. And they're, Mm -hmm. they're like, how do you, this doesn't make you nervous. Does it be, I was like, no, Mm -hmm. I don't think people are going to kill an old guy talking about skincare. So, you know, Absolutely. I don't have lots of joy. Well, that does, that stuff does happen. Like, I don't think they're going to steal my dogs or Jack Russell's or not Lady Gaga's dogs. So I have no reason to not, I'm going to live my life, mm-hmm. you know, so Absolutely. I don't. Okay. I, that did lead me to it. What I have mm-hmm. said about the YouTube channel as successful as I've been with this and continue to be, I will not do it if it's not fun. Mm-hmm. I would stop. Because like, I know that about myself. I, I stopped college classes because they weren't fun. I stopped mm. jobs because I, there were a couple of jobs I had in my twenties where I was there one day. I oh, said, you know wow. what? This is not going to fly with me. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah. um, I'm very much like, it's moving too. I've moved all over. Mm. I've mm. lived, I'm from Texas. I've lived in Tennessee in Memphis. Mm. I've lived in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and then out the countryside of Pennsylvania did that for almost 16 years. And now mm-hmm. I'm here on the beaches of Florida. So you never know where you're going to find me next. Next. <laughs> likely out west, likely out west if it doesn't burn down before I get there. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, I I think that's my next stop if I were to live somewhere. But I really do like I like it here. Um, wow. other than the four really hot months it's very nice and people really are nice. pretty nice even though Florida gets a yeah. bad rap for being crazy. Some crazy people here. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah, there are crazy people in Pennsylvania. <laughs> And if you mm, really oh. want to see crazy people, go to my home state of Texas, where I was <laughs> last week. Lovely people, crazy with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. so, yeah. So beautiful. Thank you so much. I mean, being on this show with you on Chris has been like super awesome. And we will be leaving links to your YouTube channel and your TikTok and other social media platforms. On, on the show notes also the link to chris's book acne free in three days yeah. is going to also be in the show notes so if you want to check that out and see um richard's personal journey of fixing his um, acne then that would be in the show notes so don't be scared to you know jump on youtube and subscribe to his channel don't just subscribe we want you to drop comments we want you to you know reach out to him exactly reach out to him follow him on, connect on tiktok instagram everywhere you can that you're active on social media and as you know as you can tell chris is a very interesting guy he's very social he will not argue in the ear is definitely going to respond so uh, feel right. free to you know i mean get that conversation going and that would be interesting and if you are also um, a skincare line uh, or you own a skincare line and you're wondering will chris review my product i i'm sure you would want to you know 
get in touch with him you never know he might be interested in your technology so <laughs> thank you so much guys for listening to this there's an email for that yes for. okay beautiful beautiful um we'll, we'll collect the email for you guys drop it in the show notes also so that it's easier for you to you know get going for that so right um I think it's a wrap for today. For Lau, what do you say? Yes, it's a wrap. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And it's bye from me. Bye, guys. <laughs>